Right now, it's showtime. It's Dave. Dave. And Mahoney. Well, hello, friends, and thank you for joining us. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahadri? Dave, let's start off today's show with some bad news. Did you see the videos that were floating around of that giant mountain lion that was running loose in Los Angeles? What? No. Uh, you know, you think of L.A., and you've spent enough time there with, like, the rolling hills. Yeah. And a place where a mountain lion may be. You wouldn't expect that it would be running around a neighborhood like it was in Brentwood. And I'm not talking about a bobcat. I'm talking about a mountain lion. I feel like that's pretty common. I have a friend of mine who's always posting in her videos wildcats, like feral, large cats. There was one that it has to be a couple of weeks ago now. It was like a ring doorbell of you know it what was I'm hiding behind the walker there's just somebody out there like jogging or power walking dude and you see this gigantic mountain lion just go hide behind Stealth. the bush and kind of get ready to pounce and the person has no idea and Terrifying. that's what was going on in this video too is Mm-mm. it i think these people were a bit more aware of what was happening but it was like a very old person pushing an even older person in a wheelchair as this giant mountain lion just goes running right by them. And that mountain lion saw opportunity. It's like, you look tenderized and delicious. Well-aged, finest of age, fine vintage and of human. the mountain lion ate him. Ate them both. No, they didn't eat No, they didn't happen. Okay, but, good. Uh, <laughs> like, that would have been some real bad news. Yeah, they, I wasn't uh, prepared for that. They, <laughs> they finally located the thing in a wooded area, and they did that. Uh, Tranquilize it and take it into custody. I like how they act like this is a hooligan that was just acting up at a 7-Eleven. Yeah, like they taste it. We're going to lock you up there, Mountain Lion. Interesting. Okay, well, I'm glad that everybody was safe. I hate whenever I see those videos, and it's one of those like clickbait videos. We have to click the next video for more. See part two. Did they did they get eaten or not? Like, it just stopped right at the highlight. I would like to see it. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, Some good news today as well. And we were talking about this just the other day. Uh, Thank God that people are pushing for media literacy to be taught in school. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, how many people do all of us know, regardless of what your political affiliation is, that will send you links to things that are just not true? Or or they'll just regurgitate a headline. And I'll be like, where did you hear that? And then they send you the link and it's like... Or even something Thanks, as, Obama.com. Or e- <laughs> like, even if, if it's something as simple as, oh, did you do you hear about this fact? And then you're like, where did you see that? And they'll be like, the Wall Street Journal. And then they'll send it to you and you're like, it's an opinion That's piece. It's an opinion column. Yeah, people don't understand the difference between <sighs> opinion-based pieces or even just just think pieces in general. Uh, that's why this is so important. So Jamie Gregory, a high school teacher, has been educating her journalism students on how to separate fact from fiction using everyday news articles for practice. So... She is one of a growing number of teachers and librarians and counselors who are working hard to try to teach students about media literacy. No, Dave. There's no way they're going to be teaching us about media. This is the media that's going to be warping our us? brains. So we're just as the media out here trying to control your mind, the narrative. The narrative. And the you narrative is it. you are dumb. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. 
Audrey, you like to make fun of me because of my routines, but I will say, uh, big day yesterday. Very excited about this. Happy to report this morning. I feel like extra fresh. Oh, is that uh, one of the new sure black is. T-shirts? And uh, my, I told you guys about this, but my wife was out of town, and of course she wasn't listening while she was out of town. So she didn't know that I had gotten $262.25 worth of black T-shirts. Which is approximately, what did you say, 26, 25 t 25 t-shirts? T-shirts. An even, a nice, like, no, not an uh, even number, but a nice enough. number. Yeah, in the range. Um, I like zeros and fives. She Same, same, yeah. Uh, she had a, a real look of disappointment on her face when my uh, 25 new t-shirts was arrived. Was she hoping for a sprinkle of color, Dave? She, no, she wasn't so much about the color because she knows that my routine is my routine. She just went, you already have so many shirts. What are you going to do with all these? And I said, wear them, Dave. I'm yeah. going to look fresh to death. For the next 25 days. You probably could have just gotten black dye and it would have been cheaper for you in the long run. Uh, maybe. Maybe. But I did I did commit to throwing away some of my other ones that I don't wear as much anymore because they're a little you know, less black. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I do love my routines. And there is a couple of things that are a little little troublesome here because, as you know, what, when it comes to the list of things that I drink, it's also relatively short. Yeah. It's much, wine, water, and coffee. That's exactly right. Yes. And in that order. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Um, so there's nothing wrong with water, but coffee, uh, not great. If hang on, you... let me take a sip real quick. Yeah, hang on. hang on. Excuse me, real quick. Sorry, I'm, I'm really tired. Uh, okay, good, go ahead. Good Continue. news. This pertains uh, exclusively to pregnant women. Great. Um, even small amounts of daily caffeine consumption by pregnant women, about two cups of coffee a day is what they would consider a small amount, may lead to your kids actually being an inch shorter. So we've heard that coffee stunts your growth, and I think that that was just a way for our parents to get us to not drink coffee when we were younger. But in reality, they're saying that the higher maternal caffeine intake during pregnancy, they're saying that the, the kid could be up to an inch shorter as a result. Would you say that I'm t- average height or tall for a girl? Because someone called me tall the other day, and I was like, wait, hold, like I'm tall? You are you strike me as average height. Average height, yeah, right? Like yeah. five, five and a half, five, six. Is what yeah. I am. You're just not short. Like if it, when you get into that like five two five three range, as a, as a woman, that's short, right? Okay, but the average height for a woman is actually five four. It is right. Okay. So yeah. you're slightly so above I'm average. Above well, average. Look at you go. I know. Congratulations. Honestly, it's pretty shocking. Yeah. So, but I say this because my dad is like six foot, right? Uh-huh. You've seen him. I think yeah. he's six foot ish. Yeah. And then my mom is but almost like five ten. Oh, she is. Yeah. So she, so, I didn't know your mom was that tall. So if I were to use this hypothesis here. Your mom was chugging coffee. Not only that, but also, I didn't know that coffee makes you shorter. I started drinking coffee legit, like maybe at 12, 13, because that's when Starbucks started hitting everywhere, and I would walk to the Starbucks or get those little gas station Starbucks drinks. you started with Starbucks, huh? Oh, my Lord, yeah, because it was when the Frappuccinos were massive, so I was getting the Frappuccinos with the coffee. Boy, I I had never even really considered how annoying that is, that like you have a 12-year-old that is out here getting... Also taking an HD medicine. Yeah, she's taking... Pounding Adderall and nine dollar frappuccinos. Yeah, it was yeah. totally just cool. like uh, like I needed my I needed to feel <laughs> something, <laughs> so I was just ripping shotgun in those Starbucks frappuccinos. Well, at least you calm down as you've gotten older. <laughs> yeah. But I think that made me short. Sure is what I'm <sighs> is getting. That what it is? At. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the other terrible piece of news here is that uh, booze, not specifically wine, but any booze, uh, it's out here just smiting young people. Did you know that? 20% of deaths of people between the ages of 20 and 49 are directly attributed to alcohol. Or it's poison. 
I mean, really, well, let's think yeah. about it. It's literally poison for our bodies. I mean, I, I have drank quite a bit in my day, and I'm only 31, so I'm not sitting here saying that as a preachy thing, but it's po- it's poison. It makes yeah. your brain go night-night. <laughs> and also, you wake up the next day and your body reminds you, you just drank a bunch poison. of poison. Let's yeah. get it all out. Or get an IV and rally. That's why we're friends. Yeah. <laughs> Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMP and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Do any of you refuse to use self-checkouts at grocery stores? I know some people that only go to a man checkout line, and I, I can't for the life of me understand why. Message deleted. I can kind of understand why. I, I'm a self-checkout and a man checkout. Like, I'm good either way uh, because I used to be um, one of the premier checkout cashiers myself at Milo back in the day. So you know what you're doing. Know exactly what I'm doing. Know just where to find that barcode. If it doesn't read, I can punch it in. Still have some of the codes memorized. Four, and they're zero, the same? 3-1 for bananas. That's right. Uh yeah, yes, they are, actually. They have never changed. I don't know why they would change, so I guess it makes sense that they're the same. Yeah, because it's a number. And also, no one's really inventing new fruit. No, bananas are bananas are bananas. Yeah, it's like, when's the last time that a new fruit was introduced and it actually took? It's been a minute. But um, a lot of the self-checkouts are kind of janky. I feel like I'm always having to call for assistance. I yeah, am that especially person. Especially if you're getting a bottle of booze or something like that. Not only do you have to... Check the ID. It takes them longer to walk over than it probably would have to wait in line anyhow. And then if it's got a little thing on it where they have to pop it off, you know, a little security tag. And then the actual bagging process is not great. Ever. And you need to be aware of that. Like, if you're getting a couple of things, self-checkout is fine. If you got more than, like, five things, it's going to be a mess. So uh, the other day, um, I actually had an encounter where there was a lady who was checking me out and she was very flabbergasted that there were so many people who were coming in to her lane she's like why is no one going she actually verbally said why is nobody going into the stuff checkout lane was she in a bad mood might have asked her that <laughs> was it was it this grocery store right over here no no no, no it's uh it was the home depot oh it was home depot okay because and maybe this is just a trend then because i think i might have told you because it stood out to me so much the last time that i went through a man to checkout thing there was a cashier who was just so obviously in a rotten mood. I just didn't want anything to do with her because the person in front of me asked her how it was going. And she goes, not great. I don't know how today can be good. I was like, I think it was just a general pleasantry. You don't have to. Jeez, like, be honest. Yeah. Yeah. If anybody tells you they're honest, no, how they're doing. I, no, no one cares. I didn't ask for an honest rea- reaction or response. See, but is that the problem with small talk is that we just get so, like, circular with our conversations that whenever we get something no, that's man, out of the this normal, we're like, be, whoa! This doesn't oh, need God. to be meaningful. Well, I'm literally, you're scanning a dozen eggs. Let's just wrap this up. <laughs> Keep it to the we eggs. We don't need to be friends. Please leave a message after the tone. Dave, do you and your wife have any secret signals or sentences you use to communicate something you don't want the kids to know? Message deleted. Not really, but we, we definitely both have that look. Where you kind of glance at the other one, you're like, I'm about to lose my S. I need mm-hmm. you to step in and play some zone defense for me right now. because. And we also have that thing where I feel like when she's losing her temper, I know it. And so I know I'm like, all right, let me let me just hop on in here and yeah. take care of the situation. And vice versa, too. Because 
Oh, man, sometimes kids, they're just such layholes. They really do At test your age, patience. Man, oh, yeah. Because they can get into everything. They have the what? ability to climb. And then they're egging each other on, and you're just like, God. Oh, you have a lot of patience, dude. Did you have it before? Were you a patient person before, or did this really like no, test? I was, yeah, I, was, I, I feel like I was more patient before. Now I'm like always kind of just like about to snap. <laughs> <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. Dave, my question is, when you guys get your new studio, you know, done, what are you going to miss about the old, you know, building? I'm really curious what you're going to miss. All right. Thanks, guys. I'll talk to you later. Message deleted. So for those that don't know, that is my sweet Queen Mary. And the thing that I'm going to miss most about this studio is all of the memories that we created here, my queen. Oh, just between you and Mary. Hey, shut up. Stay out of this. Sorry. Yes. Okay, excuse me. Um, anyway, Mary, like I was saying, the way that you would call every day 10 to 12 times and leave voicemails and how we would have conversations. What are you doing? <sighs> Sorry. I just, uh, I'm no, drinking some try, coffee. I'm trying to have a moment here. And the way that you would every single day bring beautiful insights into it. You're doing it again. It's, <sighs> Sorry. It's just... oh this is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. This is Dave and Mahoney. So, Audrey, you've said many times on the show before that you grew up in a military household, and I'm curious, did you have to do a whole bunch of chores when you were a kid? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Um, do you remember what age I it started? I off because pretty much from what when I can remember, and it wasn't, I didn't have like the white glove test home, mm-hmm. but I definitely had the home where it was like if I saw something on the floor, it didn't matter what size it was, because you know, you can pass by a thing of lint, right? And most people will just walk like casually buy it. If I walked by that and didn't pick it up, I would have been in trouble. So the the white glove test, for those that don't know, that is a very military thing, but it's where they will literally, if you're instructed to clean your dorm or Mm -hmm. barracks in a lot of cases, they'll come around and they'll actually put on a white glove and then like test underneath the window frame to see if there's any dust. Like anywhere that you missed that out of sight doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. And it's against a white glove, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But as far as doing chores... As a kid, for me, it was constant. I mean, I remember at a very young age being out doing things that maybe were a little dangerous, like mowing the lawn. Oh. Yeah. That was... It's fine, yeah. yeah. I mean, still look. Ten ten fingers, ten toes. I do have a friend who did lose a toe, and they now call him Nine-Toe Davis. They now call him Nine Toe Davis. Actually, no. I think they call him Two Toe Davis because he lost two toes. That's correct. Yeah, it's Two Toe Davis. I kind of like that. Sort of catchy. He is catchy, and he's with it. But he lost two toes uh, to a lawnmower. Which which toes were they? The (laughs) the small and the medium. He's still got balance. So I think it's just it's the it's the ones that you don't need for balance. Did did he lose like two middle toes? Where like if you look at his foot, it looks like like a little rock star. (laughs) No. I'm sure it was probably a big toe. I don't know if I've ever asked him about it because he just never wore sandals again. So, uh, turns out only. forcing your kids to do chores is actually a uh, a very good thing. A wide ranging seventy five year Harvard study concluded that kids who do chores are more successful as adults because it teaches things like confidence when you can go do a task and then you get rewarded for it. Structure, I'm sure too. They build resilience, helps them become independent as they get older. So they're saying that. Uh, Children's chores have a wide-ranging value. So if you take anything away from today's Dave Mahoney Show, child labor is wonderful. (laughs) You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. You know, I've been so excited about this. It is time for our first round of the day of Bad Jokes, Dad Jokes. And we're going to do it a couple of times. So if you have one that you would like to share, you can call or text us anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY. 
Would you like to start or do you want me to start? You go ahead and start. Okay. Why did the blind man fall into the well? Why did the blind man fall into the well? Because he was blind, Dave. That's the only answer. Because he couldn't see that well. Okay. I see. Well, (laughs) he couldn't, but I can. (laughs) I was just looking at my ceiling, and I'm not sure if it's the best ceiling in the world, but it's definitely up there. (laughs) If April showers bring Mayflowers, what do Mayflowers bring? What do Mayflowers bring? Pilgrims. (laughs) (laughs) What do you call a Mexican man who lost his car? Dave, now, I don't know. This is fine. This is fine. (laughs) Now what? Carlos. Oh, no. (laughs) 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 What do you call a poor Santa Claus? What? St. Nicholas. Okay. These are so dumb, Dave. I see why Mahoney was like, man, should we play this for real? (laughs) I've forgotten all my boomerang jokes, but I'm sure they'll come back to me. So do you tell your kids these jokes and they're like, ugh. Oh, yeah. They uh, they hate me. How did did we decide that we wanted to play this again? I, I, I love this so much. I love how many of them make you cringe. Yeah, a lot. Like this one. I bought a new muzzle for my pet duck the other day. It's nothing fancy, but it fits the bill. <laughs> what do you call an anxious dinosaur? What? A nervous Rex. <laughs> <laughs> Not all math puns are funny. Just some. That was a pretty good yeah, that one. Is a good one. Apparently, you can't use beef stew as a password. It's not strong enough. <laughs> Text us at 833-YO-DUMMY. And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. On Dave and Mahoney. So every year, Halloween comes and goes, and there's some costumes that are really memorable. And the one that I believe has stood out to you, Audrey, is the one of Heidi Klum dressed as the worm that was on the red carpet at her little party, and it just has a lot of people shook because it was a very different costume. It was different, especially in the year of the Would You Love Me If I Was Still a Worm Mm -hmm. circulating on the Internet. Um, It was very timely. It was a fantastic costume, but just like, why? I feel like it's going to be a meme forever now. It's one of those things that's just going to be in the pop culture zeitgeist. This one probably not going to make it into the pop culture zeitgeist, but definitely something that I think younger Audrey may have worn. The uh, the fireball costume. Fireball. Yeah, this uh, oh, 31-year-old no. gentleman, I use that term loosely, 31 Dominic, uh, was wearing a giant costume of fireball cinnamon whiskey. And yes, he just does look like one big bottle of fireball. Do you want to uh, guess what he was arrested for on Halloween night at 3.20 a.m.? Did he bash somebody over the head with a fireball? He didn't, but drunken disorderly conduct, so not that far off. Oh, you know what? I should have known better because the bigger the bottle, I don't think that they're, I think they're plastic, aren't they? Um, well, we can get some glass, yeah, but they also glass. come more, majority of the time, I feel like they're I plastic. I think they're better as plastic bottles. <laughs> I feel like it's on brand. Uh, the uh, the whiskey outfit, somebody did some research on this, and I appreciate that. $45, 100% polyester, and quote, intended for adults of legal drinking age. Halloween is all about letting your wildest dreams come true. So this year, become a human-sized bottle of Fireball. You're welcome. Dominic took their words a little too literally. Spent the night in jail. Bye.
So, speaking of spending the night in jail, this is an interesting one. Uh, This takes us to Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City police are investigating a burglary that left owners of the -the off-the-hook seafood shocked. The thief broke into an... uh, Who who breaks into a closed seafood restaurant? What could you possibly find? You gotta cook everything. You gotta cook literally everything. Nobody wants to break into a restaurant and then have to fry up their own shrimp, do they? No. So the owner said that she was pretty confused when... She walked into the business and realized that somebody had broken in, but not in the traditional way that you would think. Uh, They had fallen through the ceiling. So they had somehow gotten access to the roof and then climbed down through some vent and then accidentally fell through the ceiling, and that's how they broke in to this establishment. They do believe that the person was probably under the influence of drugs or alcohol. Hmm. Mm. What type of drug, Dave, would you have to be under the influence of to James Bond your way into an off-the-hook, which is kind of funny to think about you being on a hook going into off-the-hook, James Bonding your way into a establishment That is some big meth like energy. that. You For feel sure like it's it meth? Yeah, it's got to be meth. Meth, bath salts, something like that, where you make... It's a very, very much an upper and a lot of bad decisions. Yeah, an upper for sure. Yeah, because also, what kind of cash are you going to get out of any restaurant at this point when it's totally closed? Much less a closed seafood restaurant. Yeah, because you're going to have to get into the safe. And do you know the code? I feel like if you were also going to be able to break any type of code, it would be on meth. The numbers probably in the head are just like wild. The combinations you can come up with. I think that you're giving a little bit too much credit to meth. <laughs> oh, because okay. you know what this guy actually stole? He stole the DoorDash tablet. That's what he stole. He stole a used tablet that he used to take DoorDash orders. Oh, buddy. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yeah, um... Dave and Mahoney present... Uh... Fast fast food food freakout. Shut up and listen to my order. So fast food freakouts are real-life meltdowns in fast food restaurants across the country. And Chandra is joining us for a round of fast food freakouts. Chandra, if you have a favorite fast food restaurant, what is it? Probably In-N-Out. In-N-Out, okay. Excellent choice. Um, not the sort of place that you normally see meltdowns in. Normally In-N-Out because everyone is so <laughs> nice and the food is so good. There's not these huge meltdowns. Uh, but Audrey is going to be your assistant today in fast food freakouts. Uh, the bad news is that Mahoney is on another month-long vacation, and so he is not able to be here. He is the fast food expert. But, Audrey, you had your fair share. I have, but I'm definitely not as prideful in my how many uh, McDonald's I have eaten across the great country. Um, yeah, no, I don't really eat, honestly, fast food that often. It's really just, to... if there's Cane's or Taco Bell on here, then we might be okay. Okay, uh, there's not. But okay, let's see. Okay, sorry, dude. All right, so he, here's the uh, the first one. Uh, Audrey can help you out, and she can you know sort through all of these with you. Try. We'll see how you do. You got to get two out of three in order to win today. The first one is this woman was being rude, but then played the victim when the cashier insulted her. She came in here and called me a dumb ass, <laughs> and she still has a fucking job. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You I came here to buy food from you, you guys. Abuse my customers. From I came here to buy food from you Please. from this chain restaurant, and Please she called me a dumbass. Whoa! Uh, so pretty intense. <laughs> is that a a wing stop? B a Popeyes? Or C Chandra, your favorite in In and Out? That's a wing stop. Yeah, I'd say wings. Uh, yeah, I'll go wing stop too. Because yeah, I'm gonna go wing stop. You guys are right. 
Yeah. How, how did you how did you sort yeah. that one out? Chain restaurant. Because she said chain restaurant. When I heard chain restaurant, I immediately thought something like a Popeyes or that's a fr- that's in, franchise. In well, I mean, fr- like, oh, yeah. Then, I mean, she probably in, a, in the heat of the moment wasn't thinking like franchise versus chain, which is still the same right. thing. But like, yeah. I'm not I'm not calling a McDonald's a, a chain restaurant. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So well done. You guys are on the board with one. If you get the next one right, you're just going to win it right here. So we can keep it as simple as that. Uh, is there a time that you think that you're more vulnerable than when you're using the public bathroom? Because that's where we start with this one. Do we know? What, what are you Do talking about? Do we know what sex or toilets are? Um, why are you... if, it's, if it's a, a female toilet, why are you looking in here? I'm not. I really am not. I don't mean to. I'm right in front of this. I'm sorry. I'm not, like, being weird at all. It's the female's bathroom. Okay, so it has female toilets. Good. Yeah. Okay, there's vaginas on those toilets? There's no vaginas on the toilet. Okay, then how do you know it's a women's toilet? Wow. <laughs> Is that A, a Burger King, B, a KFC, or C, a Wendy's? What? How How are we supposed to? There was. Right? It's by the echo of the bathroom. No, oh. dude. <laughs> how are we supposed to? There's no. Oh, my God. Gosh. No clues. No clues. No nothing. Okay, what were the options again? This is going to be shot in the dark. A, Burger King, B, KFC, or C, Wendy's. So here's my thought. Nobody's really going into a KFC like that. That's what I was going to say. So can we well, have... I was going to say KFC because the workers have time because it's never as busy. Oh. Mm. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Kyle commented that he loved how she was saying, I'm not being weird at all, which if you say, have to say I'm not being weird at all, it means you're being weird. Chandra, you're going to have to go on this one what? yourself because we're already to have a difference in, of opinions here. So whatever you what are. It's Burger King, KFC, or Wendy's. I would say Burger King or KFC. So what were you going to say, Audrey? I was going to say it can't be a KFC because nobody's going to KFC like that. So my heart was saying Burger King. Okay. Oh, no. Let's do Burger King. Then Burger like, King? You, yeah. You For the win? Right that, so. No. Yes. Uh, no. No. Is it a KFC? It's a Wendy's, you guys. Oh, oh. This, we were just oh. talking about Mahoney trying to blow up a Wendy's bathroom not that long ago. Why was she uh, hooting and hollering over this bathroom scenario? Uh, you know what? There's just a, It's a stressful situation. She She was just kind of... I don't know, off a rocker and peeking it like into the stall Not while this great. lady Ew. was trying to do her Not thing. Great. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. I want right. to try to aim. So you got your one incorrect. Nothing wrong there. We're, we can still win it, but we have to get this last one right, okay? And All right. this one is just entitled Remember the best way to win an argument is always to flex your salary. I'm off the other side. Okay. Let the grown work. man earn his minimum wage, Scott. I make more than I make that. Ah, yes. Berating the person working at the fast food restaurant while you're there ordering your fast food because you make 45 an hour. Lots of beeps. Was that A, a Subway, B, a McDonald's, C, a Chick-fil-A? I feel like in the game of odds, I feel like it's going to be a McDonald's. There's lots of beeps. If Mahoney were here, I feel like those were the, the beeps of the fryer. Um... Yeah, and minimum, you know, them kind of saying, oh, you just make minimum wage would be. Yeah, like, there's think, there's no you know. way you're paying a sandwich artist minimum wage. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> also, there was just too much commotion going on for that to be a subway. Yeah. Subways sound like warehouses. No one's in there. My, my heart is saying McDonald's. 
Me too. For the win? Is it McDonald's? For the win. It is. Congratulations. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. What's up, guys? So you think sometimes people are born lucky, or do you think people make their own luck? Message deleted. Both. There's definitely a lot to be said about, like, being lucky, and really it's just like there is some good fortune that comes your way, but it's also you're able to capitalize on it because you're very prepared, right? Like they always say that being successful is a combination of having some luck, but also being ready for those big situations when they're upon you. Yeah. But then there's also some people that do absolutely nothing wrong whatsoever. They're great people. They're, they deserve all of the good things in the world, and they just have horrible luck. I'm legitimately about to buy my friend, and I don't know which one you would consider to be more lucky, a horseshoe or a four-leaf clover, um, but my best friend is one of the like most clumsy, unlucky human beings that I've ever met in my entire life. Like clumsy, like always hurting themselves? She's constantly injured, constantly Uh. sick, constantly like going through something where I'm like, how is this a a legitimate daily occurrence? Example. So you're going to buy her a horseshoe? Like a a charm. Oh, okay. Got it. Like two hours off of the lot of her buying her brand new car, she gets rear-ended and totaled the car. And, Two hours off the uh, lot. And, and she didn't been, get the gap insurance, then, yeah. Well, she ended up, she's currently in a lawsuit with this person, with insurance company. Her mom just got awarded 50K. So, like, she's waiting for her settlement since she was the wow. one who's driving. So that actually will be some luck in it. But two hours off the lot. And it's always something like that. Um, so horseshoe or clover. See, I prefer the the most barbaric uh, form of, of a good luck charm. I like to saw off a rabbit's leg and then give it to the person. That's such a b- b- bananas thing. That like, we why would do. why would why would you do that? Why like, am I carrying around this foot? Sweet little bunny, and he just sawed off his foot, and you're like, oh, it's good luck. Mm. It's just mean. Please leave a message after the tone. If you were dropped off in the middle of the Amazon, all alone. Do you think you'd be able to survive? Message deleted. If I got dropped off in the middle of the Amazon, do you, I think that I would be able to survive? No chance. If I got dropped off two blocks that way, <laughs> I would get I got dropped up. off in uh, that shady part of town, like I'm just dead. No. That's it. No, at least there's some shade. I know what you mean, like sketchiness. But if there's some, some shade, I might survive a little longer. If you drop me off on a hot day... It like where I have to walk. I am simply sitting down and giving up and letting the sun take over my body. The whole naked and afraid show where they put people. <laughs> no up, way. It's one thing when they drop like the survey survivalist off for that alone show in Alaska or whatever, you know, because those people are expecting it. They bring some tools. The naked and afraid. It's like, all right, take off all of your clothes. And no matter how good you are, at this survival thing, you are going to get eaten alive by bugs. So I know you don't sleep naked anymore because you've got like all kinds of kids so, did you ever sleep naked? No, nope, not a big naked sleeper. So, I I have tried to sleep naked. It is just so scary. I yeah, feel like, like what if the, something goes wrong? What if someone grabs me in the middle of the night and oh, I'm that's what you're naked? About. That's, that is the last thing I've ever worried about. That's what, just I'm, that's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> yes. Please leave a message after the tone. If you guys could get one more season of a TV show that's like, no, I'm not on the air anymore and nobody's playing it, what show would you bring back? 
Message deleted. There's two TV shows that I always refer to as the perfect TV shows, and it's Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. But that's because and, they ended the Yeah, that's because the they had they the beginning, did. middle, and end. You like they, can't bring them back. You don't need another season of those, but they were just so well done. If Vince Gilligan had created another season of each of those, I would have totally been into it. I just feel like the part of the art that is missing in so many television series is knowing when something is over. Like Seinfeld and, was a great show, but it ended on a just... A, a, abrupt. A, well, it just sucked. It was just a crappy ending to the show. But I would like another season of Seinfeld, but we'd have to get in a time machine and go back before we know that Kramer is a giant racist. Mm, gosh. That goes for a lot of people and a lot of shows and a lot of musicians that we consume. It's just so easy to be normal. Just, just feel like a, that's a common yeah. practice for the day. It, just try and do something a little normal today, please. Don't be a racist and don't canoodle kids. That's it. Or be like, yeah. Yeah, thank you, Michael. Call or text us at 833 yo And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Time for a round of bad jokes, dad jokes. You can call or text us anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY. This is a pretty good one. Uh, from from Cleve in the chat, twitch.tv slash Dave Mahoney. Why do you not barbecue with Wookiees? Why? Always comes out a little chewy. Okay, thank you. I was waiting. <laughs> I'm like, we need, if anything, just okay. all of okay. the, the hockey's ready. Okay, got another one for you. All right. Where do pirates get their hooks? Secondhand stores. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love how much this makes you cringe. It does make it me cringe because I'm just excited. Okay, no. this one texted over to us from 405. Which days are the strongest? The, Saturdays and Sundays. The rest are weekdays. I was going to say something about weekdays. Okay, cool. That was a good one. If you watch an Apple store get robbed, are you an eyewitness? <laughs> that one was good. That, that good one. one was good. Where's my Denny Pichu? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Producer Pajamas, do you have one? It looks like you have one. Oh, no, you don't? Okay, all right. Um, this one, stolen off the internet. What do you call a sadberry? I don't know what. A blueberry. Oh, that's cute. It was hard getting over my addiction to the hokey pokey, but I've turned myself around and that's what it's all about. <laughs> okay, this one uh, got texted over to us from Charity. What did the egg say to the pot of boiling water? What? I don't know if I can get hard. I just got laid. <laughs> <laughs> this is David Mahoney. A fish, a lifestyle, and a haircut. Haircut. This is All It Over with David Mahoney. Jen is joining us for a round of Mullet Over. Hey, Jen. Hey, good morning. I'm good. How are you guys? Excellent. It's great to have you on the show. Do you know anyone currently in your life that has a mullet? No, I do not. Do you think the <laughs> uh, like the newfound kind of trendy mullets are a good look, or is that a pass for you? Mm, no, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. No. Uh, you, you have to be, in my opinion, at least, Audrey, and tell me if, if I'm off base here, I think you have to be real good looking to pull off the mullet. You got to be hip. Yeah. You got to be hip. Same with the mustache. I feel like the mustache thing that we're mm-hmm. seeing everywhere right now is you just got to you got to be hip enough. It's either you're hip and you look awesome or total creep. There's no in between. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, so here we go with Mullet Over. Uh, Audrey is playing with you today. You guys trying to figure out which one of these individuals, or in the case of number two, there's actually a couple of people involved, uh, has a mullet. Okay. Okay. So, Hopefully, Jen, I'll be able to pull out the uh, the South from my soul, mm-hmm. and we'll be able to use my mullet guide um, that is in my blood, in my veins, to get us through. Audrey, very good at whipping out the Southern from time to time. I, I mm-hmm. am. Yes. So this first one here is uh, a little bit of a song. It's uh, it's Be Our Guest, which everyone loves from Beauty and the Beast, right? Yeah. Uh, but the redneck edition, in a way. Let's oh, have God. a listen. We're red. Next, we're rednecks. Put our southern cooking to the test. Tie your napkin round your neck, baby, and we'll provide the rest. Catfish and grits, hot chicken fried. Our baked beans will make you cry. And try the ribs, oh, they're delicious. Wait till you try mama's biscuits. We can sing, we can dance. Country songs, girl, this ain't France. I wanted the whole thing. Pretty good. I'm not mad at it. I don't know why, but I'm saying no mullet. I feel like these are just two Southern boys that are singing a song. I don't think there's a mullet involved. You want to hit it again? Kind of, yes. We're red. Next, we're rednecks. Put our Southern cooking to the test. Tie your napkin round your neck, baby, and we'll provide the rest. Catfish and grits, hot chicken fried. Our baked beans will make you cry. And try the ribs, so oh, they're delicious. Wait till you try mama's biscuits. We can sing, we can dance. Country songs, girl, this ain't France. Okay, Jen, what do you think? Do you think those guys have mullets or no? I'm going to go with Audrey, too. I, I don't hear a mullet in that. I don't I don't hear a mullet. I hear long hair, not a mullet. Maybe, like, uh, it looks like a mullet because they're wearing hats. But, okay. But one has long hair and the other one's got short. That's you, like, so you've seen the video? No. No? Are you I'm sure? Just, I'm just, okay. I'm just right. thinking that that's All what right. it is. Well, you guys don't have to make a final determination just yet, but right now the lean is no mullet on the Beauty and the Beast. All right, so here we go. On to number two that it's just entitled Country Alarm. If you're a female... And you're being followed around by a creeper. If you shout out, yee yee, other people are going to respond with, yee yee. Follow the sound of those voices. You're going to find country boys. They might be armed. Tell them that the dude in the orange hoodie following me around, making me feel creeped out. You don't need to imagine how us country boys would react to that. I legit that just true? said yee yee that... in the previous, and I didn't get a single yee yee from did, this room. I didn't know that I was supposed to. I'm sorry. It's the alarm system, Dave. Yeah, there we go, Jen. (laughs) If you're a female and you're being followed around by a creeper, if you shout out, yee yee, other people are going to respond with, (laughs) yee yee. Does that guy sound like he might have a mullet to you? Sort of. Okay. Okay. Jen, what do you think? Yeah, I I can't wait to hear the third one, but it kind of does. Okay, so the third one is talking about an eyesore and trying to determine what's worse, like an annoying neighbor or a terrible HOA. Let's have a listen. Here is number three, the final one. I'm Donnie Baker, and I'm here to report a violation of statute of limitations to Court 7. I ain't filed the paperwork, but I want this on the record. I come home from work, my boat's been impounded. All because my neighbor to the north towed the homeowners association my boat was an eyesore. Well, so's your wife, Mitchell. <laughs> So's your wife, Mitchell. One more time. I'm Donnie Baker, and I'm here to report a violation of statute of limitations to Court 7. I ain't filed the paperwork, but I want this on the record. I come home from work, my boat's been impounded. All because my neighbor to the north towed the homeowners association my boat was an eyesore. Well, so's your wife, Mitchell. 
Okay, so it, it all comes down to this. Is it uh, satire? You guys, I don't think so. Uh, I think it is. There is only one of these that has a mullet. Is there any that you want to eliminate out of the gate? Jen? Um, I'm thinking, you know, let's eliminate number one because we both kind of agreed with that, right? Yeah, I feel like, again, there's a long hair, short hair, and they're young dudes, maybe my age, some very young, um, wearing hats. <laughs> Uh, you guys are right. Yeah. So number two is eliminated. Two dudes that are both kind of bro looking. They both have hats on that are backwards, and they are probably a bit younger than you are. They're probably in their twenties. Okay. So I actually I had a gut feeling that it was these two dudes. I spend way too much time on TikTok. They do a lot of uh, cover songs and and they riff off of each other. They're pretty good. They okay. are pretty good. Yeah. I would I would listen to them. Okay. So now it all comes down to the country alarm. Yee yee. Yee yee. And and. The homeowners association. The guy got his boat towed. <laughs> Only one of them has a. Jen, mullet. who? What's your gut feeling? Well, the eyesore sounded like it was pretty close to being it, but I don't know if it was over dramatic. Um, my well, so's your wife, number- Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it kind of makes me feel like that's satire. Like if he's wearing a mullet, it's got to be a fake one. I don't know. Yeah. Um, let's go. I, I will say this much. After looking at pictures of both of these, I don't believe that either of them are satire. I believe that but both of those individuals are in their true form. Really? Or they're just really good at satire. And the second one, will you remind me what the second one is in? So there, there, there's the country alarm, the yee-yee, oh, and yeah, then the, the, the boat tow, yep. Girl, I feel like it's going to be the yee-yee, but don't, don't, yeah. don't. Oh. No, let's do the yee-yee. True country. Oh, Dave's Dave's making a face. Jen, let's go for number three. <laughs> so, okay, well, then the third one sounds good. You bet. Well, that's right. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. True mullet. All because my neighbor to the north towed the homeowners association my boat was an eyesore. Well, so's your wife, Mitchell. Right there. You see that bad boy? <laughs> Tell me that's satire. That's satire. That's not satire. That's satire. That's not satire. <laughs> Come on, really? It's satire. That man also exists like that in order to play that character is how I feel. I like mean, that- if it's satire, like he's actually living in a trailer, standing around somewhere mad that his boat got towed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is quality acting. That's literally. Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMB. And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Are you an old comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney, then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. I think that we should have a middle school class about common sense. Everyday kids can learn a few more things that should be common knowledge and the reasons behind them. I mean, what do you guys think? Message deleted. Well, common sense is... How do you even explain common sense to somebody that doesn't have common sense? Well, everybody believes that common sense is something different. I think that there's... I feel like we should all be able to agree on that. You should be aware of of your surroundings. Like, the people that are going 45 miles per hour in the fast lane. Like, how do you exist? How do you not see everyone driving past you, giving you the stink eye, cutting you off? How are you so blissfully unaware of, of your surroundings that you have no idea... That you're in the wrong place doing the wrong thing. Well, my best friend the other day didn't ru- did not know that the fast lane is also the, the 
passing lane. So if somebody is coming up behind you and they are what? seeming to be going faster than you, then you pull over to the right. She just thought that it was just the lane where you just go, I mean, fast, technically, yes, but she didn't know that it was the passing lane specifically. There are somebody signs her on the right lane. everywhere that say slower traffic, keep right. Like that's She a- had no idea that that was a rule of the law or uh, of the road. Okay, so that one I think that we could agree. Because she somebody passed her going faster on the on the right side, and she mm-hmm. goes, is that illegal? And I said, no, they're just trying to get around you because you're going slower than the traffic. Did you scold her? Did you, did I just you inform said that. her? No, no, whatever. Yo, what, that was a learning moment. I, taught, I told her. I told her what was up, that I wasn't, like, witchy about it. I was just like. NASCAR Nick said, I'm mad at your friend. Me too. Be better. But I also feel like street smarts and book smarts, those people, there's hardly any people are in the middle of that. And why is that? Like, for example, like Elon Musk tries to play like a smooth kind of cool guy on social media. Did you see the Saturday Night Live that he hosted? Mm-hmm. A roaring dork. Like can barely complete a sentence because he's so awkward. Well, I think that that has something to do with lack of social ability. But... Yeah, why is it that people aren't gifted with both? Like, very rarely do you meet some... Like, whenever I hear about individuals like Dexter Holland, the lead singer of The Offspring, having whatever it is, a doctorate in physiokinetics or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. uh, the, the idea that you're like, okay, you're a rock star, but you're also very smart... Normally, that just doesn't check out. Right. Like, if I, if I learned that straight Brad edge. Pitt was also a rocket scientist, I'd be like, why? Like, what, like what is compelling you? Like, Emma, uh, what's her name? Emma Roberts? Is that the one? Which one's Hermione Granger? Emma right. something. Emma, one of the Emmas. One of the Emmas. Microbiology, she, Mr. K said. She also history. has gone and gotten a plethora of degrees. Mm. Sometimes just people are smart, man. They want to use that brain. I don't know if I'm if I was just like that naturally gifted when it comes to being really good looking or having a skill that everyone loved. I don't think that I would have any desire to study because com- everyone would just be fawning over me just for me being able to play guitar or walk through the room. Would you say that complacency of and the lack of learning is why we have so many people though who do not get common sense? Because there are people who are just okay with knowing the bare minimum of whatever it is that they know. I don't think that common sense and intelligence run hand in hand at that's all. That's actually pretty fair. Do you think that's, uh, well, then what about this? Do you think it's one of those things where the common sense is trial by, fa- by fire? You figure it out as you go, but you have to be able to learn the life lessons. Like, common sense is just don't a, touch the burning stove. It's a, It's awareness to me. It's just being aware of your surrounding. It's knowing how to... Act in, in in an environment when you're surrounded by different things, not just the same thing over and over again. Mm. That, Experiences. Sure. Yes. Getting out there, screwing up a lot. And yeah. 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 Don't touch Jamie the fire. said common sense, not that common anymore. But was it ever? I just feel like now that we're all connected, we just have an, an understanding of just how extraordinarily stupid so many people are. Yeah, I feel like it was back in the day. You would just kind of create excuses for that person. Like, that's just John. He's an that's idiot. That's just how John is. He's a is. moron. And now we're like, oh, wait, there's a... John's bill- on Facebook there's, again. There's four <laughs> billion Johns out there. Damn it. Please leave a message after the tone. Audrey, have you thought of Hello. getting one of those uh, indoor gardens? I think it'd be pretty cool to grow your own veggies for the new dishes you're making. Message deleted. I have basil. Indoor basil. Basil? Is this basil? new? The, the indoor, because uh, you've been cooking a lot recently. Yeah. Is the indoor basil because you're growing it? Yeah. And, and did you just start doing that because you 
are going to harvest it and use it in your dishes? I use it, yes. Okay. Um, but it's hard to keep alive. Like, I, it dies and comes alive a lot. Like, it's it's one of those things that's very temperamental. I don't know if it's because it's just temperamental or I just don't have a green thumb. But uh, indoor gardens are trickier than you think. Man, I saw, I mean, the idea of growing anything, like even keeping a plant alive, it just it is not for me. I'm real busy worrying about trying to keep the kids alive at this point. Uh, the funniest thing that I saw the other day was a meme, and it was like, I didn't kill that plant. Maybe that plant was just not ready for this high-paced environment. That's fair. Yep. I can water my coffee pot a lot more than I can ever water a house plant. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. This is Dave and Mahoney. One final round of bad jokes, dad jokes. Are you ready, Audrey? I gave ah. you all of my ones earlier, so. Okay, so I don't know how appropriate all of these are, but we're just going to go for it and just see what happens. Who owns Amazon in Mexico? Who? Jeff Pesos. Oh, okay. <laughs> don't act like you hated it. I didn't hate it. I thought it was clever, for sure. Uh, how do you stop an argument between two deaf people? How? Turn off the lights. Oh, my gosh. That one makes uh, me feel... Uh, are we going to cancel? Weird. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking online right now. I just... I saw a man standing on one leg at the ATM, confused. I asked him what he was doing, and he said, just checking my balance. <laughs> we got the snort. Uh, that's so messed up. People are. I'm putting the phone away. I can't no, look at any more of these. That, uh, Dave, let me ask you this: mm-hmm. Do your kids laugh at you? Like, do, do you tell them these jokes? It's kind of like a pity it? laugh, sort of. What's going on right here? Your ca- you what would... kind of teacher never farts in public? Uh, fair a fart. <laughs> a, pri- a private tutor. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. (laughs) These are so cringy. I feel like it would make it more cringy if you turned off the background noise. (laughs) Oh, just let it sit in silence? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Uh, I bought shoes from a drug dealer once. I don't know what he laced them with, but I was tripping all day. (laughs) So bad. It's so bad. I'm sweating. Are you really? This is... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Maybe the best radio oh, yeah. I've ever been a part of. I'm so happy to be here in this moment. Mm-hmm. Can't even look at you. <laughs> yeah, the window. Do you have more? Yeah. I accidentally stepped in wet cement in the front walkway of this building because I was in a rush to get to my job interview. And I'm pretty sure I left a bad impression. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, Razor said, what's an astronaut's favorite part of the computer? The space bar. <laughs> that was bad. That boo. Boo. <laughs> boo. Uh, boo. Any more, Dave? <laughs> I just looked at one that I absolutely cannot read. <laughs> okay. Uh, you might appreciate this. What do you call a wizard who's really bad at football? What? Fumble door. Your turn. 
dumb. I'm I'm seeing a ton that I also can't say. All okay. Of. Uh, how do you fix a broken pumpkin? How? With a pumpkin patch. Oh, that's so stupid. <laughs> how did the mummy pay for its groceries? How? Cryptocurrency. Dick. Uh, my girlfriend broke up with me when she found out I had only nine toes. She was lactose intolerant. <laughs> oh, excellent. Excellent. No notes. Perfect. Uh, this so one texted much. over to us from 702. Uh, what is brown and sticky? What? A stick. A stick. What did Jay-Z call his wife before they got married? What? Fiance. Listening to Dave and Mahoney. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. So this is actually something, and I'm not tongue-in-cheek here, that's actually very serious and pretty scary. So they do a thing every year, not in every city, but in a lot of cities where right before Halloween, understandably so, they'll do a bunch of busts of people that are sex offenders. Because the last thing that you want is, you know, when there's a whole bunch of kids just wandering around, especially like walking up and knocking on people's strangers' doors, they want to make sure that these people are, if they're out on parole or whatever it is, that they're abiding by the rules that they're supposed to be. Never knew that was a thing. So they just, they they did one recently here and they put out a thing with like 32 different people that they busted that all were not adhering to the rules of their parole, so they got in trouble, and it was like multiple agencies that got involved. But I actually like that they do that, right? I mean, again, if you're talking about kids' safety, you can't really kind of go above and beyond that. And if they're convicted sex offenders that are supposed to be following certain rules, they need to be following those rules. Like That's how it works. So there was a thing that they put out on a local news site that I saw that had, like, the usual, here's the board of the mugshot of all of the creeps that they busted not following the rules. But then it also had that link for, and I don't know if you've ever seen this, that you click on and you can enter your address yeah. to see if there's anyone close to you. Mm-hmm. There is a sex offender in my neighborhood. Does it say, like, what it does it It shows mean? me their name, what they were convicted of, and exactly where they live and what kind of car they drive. So what are you going to do? I mean, Detective Dave, already on the case, and uh, drove by, checked out the house. That's not a house that, that was given out candy on Halloween, which is good. But I didn't know that in advance, and I have not known that there's a convicted sex offender in my neighborhood well, this whole time. that's why website exists. I know. I know. So what do you think I should do as a dad? I mean, you're not going to move, so I don't know. So I have to make him move is what you're saying. No. No? No. I don't know the right answer to this, Dave. I mean, I think that that website exists so that you know that that, that that those things are happening around you. I just don't like it. I don't know what I should do. I don't know if it's makes me a bad person to want to do something to somebody that was convicted of a crime back in 2014 like he was. But still. How severe was the crime, though? It was attempting to uh, have sex with a child under 14. So pretty okay. serious. Yeah. yeah. Then- like, it's one thing if the, if the person's like, oh, they were selling drugs too close to uh, middle school that didn't have any kids in it or one of those really random cases where like the person's like goes pee when they're drunk out with their friends one night and just so happens to be in the vicinity of you know a daycare or something that's closed that's totally different see my brain goes here I completely and totally understand where you're coming from I think that that's 
absolutely valid your feelings and your emotional like protective instinct towards your family and towards your kids. I'm also very thankful that that website exists so that you can see and now know that that area of your street or wherever should it's absolutely a few houses be up. Yeah, off limits. Yep. Off limits now, period. I mean, like, there's just, but you're, what do you do, move and then, like, check the area out? Well, that, as you recall, I've, I mean, I've, I've had to run other people out of the neighborhood before. That was a little bit different scenario. They were meth heads who were squatting in the house that was actually literally right next door. That, and that was I mean, pretty, you can't be like a vigilante and just I mean, like burn the house down. That's sort of what I did last time. But it they worked. were like not living in that house yeah. like legally. I know it's a very tough situation because they, by the judicial laws, they did technically do their time. I cannot even believe I just said that because I feel like all pedophiles, whatever the case may be, you should be locked up and put away for, for life. Um, harming children. They're the most innocent creatures, beings on this planet. They yeah, have. This, yeah, this, they guy, have, this guy was in his late 30s and he was trying to hook up with somebody that was under 14 years old. And there's just no really change in yeah. that. Uh, Bouzette said, Dave, you're not scum. Whoever decided that sex offenders shouldn't be sentenced to death is the problem. That's what not I'm saying. You. They should yeah. be. That should be a life sentence because. That kind of behavior doesn't seem to change. So um, I you don't know. You castrate them. You medically castrate them, dude. I've if you're if you're if you're going after kids that are under fourteen, it's not like it's a boyfriend girlfriend that are fourteen and sixteen or something like mm-hmm. that. This dude's in his late thirties and is convicted of a child under fourteen. That's insane to me. I know, but like you're asking the question, mm-hmm. like what do what are you well, seriously like? I know that I know that you have a protective instinct now, and mm-hmm. it's like really, what are you going to do? I mean, would it be I don't a, know if you can unethical do to just like put a like you know like one of those campaign signs in his front yard that just says a convicted child you sex offender. That's, I think that's actually like against the law. I don't think you can do that. Hmm. And yeah. then you get in trouble, it's and fine. then have dad's good, in jail for. Nah, I have a good lawyer. It's fine. Call or text us at eight three three yo dumb and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Blitz, glamour, and out of touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash, Dave and Mahoney. So, Audrey, I'm sure that you don't have the same sort of nostalgia for a Christmas story that I do. Did you watch that when you were growing up? Um, every Christmas you growing did? up okay. um, at my grandparents' house. Great. Okay, so you are in the bubble as well. Um, that was the same thing for me. It was very reminiscent of my youth. It's, you know, talk. It, was, it came out in 1983. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's one of those movies that's become one of the all-time classics that gets played on television every single year during the holidays. Like a marathon of yeah. it almost. Yeah, it seems like it's is it is it constantly on one channel? It used it feels to be. Like it, was. it used to be. Yeah. Um, I don't know what that channel was, and or if it, I don't have cable, so I don't know if it does that anymore. So they have a new film coming out, and it follows the life of Ralphie, and the same guy comes back to play himself as Ralphie, which I don't think that he's done anything in he, between. He's much? riding on those funds. I think Maybe? he's fine. He's doing. The, he's pulling the Mariah Carey. Okay. Just that one Christmas thing yep. every year, and he, yeah. So it's going to be released on HBO Max on November the seventeenth. And at first, when I heard about this, I was like, "I'm going to hate this." And then I saw the trailer, which just dropped, and I'm like, "I don't think I'm going to hate this." We're going to make this a wonderful Christmas that would make your father so happy. I promise. What had I done? And now it was all up to me. I suggest you start drinking and don't stop till New Year's. Kids. Who wants to go see Santa? This is amazing. Incredible. We will meet you right here when you're done. Don't let him kick you in the face. Huh? It's one of those movies that kind of has like the bad Santa qualities, but not quite as cheeky. You know, like Billy yeah. Bob Thornton playing that role. It's comical how angry that he is. This is more sort of a mix of 
real life, going from the innocence of Christmas as a kid to just being an adult and realizing that everything is an S show. Trying to hold it all together yes. for the kids, for yep. the family, yep. uh, whenever you're meeting people who you don't necessarily really want to be around on the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually really like that they stay true to the narration of it. With his voice, it still has that 1980s microphone still narrative him, yeah. feel. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. I like that. And it has kind of the same look and feel. You know that, like, very cold-looking winter scene that the original movie was set in. Yep. The filming style is true to that also, okay. which I thought was pretty dope. Awesome. Uh, but it's uh, it's coming out on HBO Max. Also love that it's not in theaters. So if you have HBO Max, November the 17th, it's going to be out, and you can just, from the comfort of your own home, watch it. I wonder if that's because they just didn't want to have a box office flop. Christmas time is peak to have a movie in the theaters. Ugh. Do you still do that? Yes, for you big still, for big movies. You for still sure. go out like with the family around Christmas time and watch a movie if you're hanging out with them. Um, well, I don't live near family, so yeah. no. But I mean, like I would say that I have probably gone more to the theater in the last two years post pandemic than I ever had before. It's just something to get out and go do. So there's another uh, reboot that's coming. So Chucky is going to be the uh, the latest one that is reboot. It's going to come around next Halloween. Universal Studios announced this week that. The Halloween Horror Nights for 2023 will include a haunted house based on Chucky. Uh, So there's going to be an attraction along with more actual like programming. So if you like there's there's a new series that's out right now. I think it's on sci-fi that has that Devin Sawa guy in it Mm -hmm. in Chucky. But um, they're saying that more Chucky stuff is on the way. Mm. Does it? I don't get the Chucky or Chucky of the Bride or whatever Chucky Bride. The reason why I have a hard time with it is because I, I have a hard time with... Horror movies where I feel like oh, I could just punt that thing. Yeah, you could it's drop like, it. Yeah, like that's just that's a little baby. I'll, I'll throw that baby. <sighs> got things that's got a knife. Like Annabelle, yeah. the, the doll, also scary doll. Have no, you seen that? Yeah, not worried about that. Gremlins. You could punt one of those. Punt one like a football. Get out of here. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. Is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. Yo, dummy. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Alright, y'all. So I want to know what's your best response for like an ex who texts you, I miss you. Like, how are you guys responding to that? Message deleted. Oh, I'll tell you for me, like it really just depends on the scenario that I am. If, you know, I'm in a committed relationship or like now married, if I got a text from my ex that says I miss you, I'm just gonna ignore it. But without yeah yeah but if I'm single and a little lonely, ew, you respond. I mean, first off, I don't know because no ex has ever texted me that they miss me. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, never. I don't think once. Uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. You wouldn't. No. So I. It depends on the. You would never hook up with any of your exes. I have never hooked up with any ex. Once it's done, it's just totally done. Well, okay, so. I'll say this. I had a high school boyfriend, but I don't feel like that really counts because that's high school. That's like fleeting young love. Right. So um, I and he had gone to college and uh, he was a year ahead of me and we had separated, you know, because of distance or whatever. Sure. Yeah. And whenever I went back home that or whenever I had gone to college and then we went back home, we reconnected. But again, I don't really necessarily feel like that counts because that was so young. That's not real. That's not real commitment. I don't feel. Cleve said, uh, single, I'm hitting it. Uh, any relationship, I'm ignoring. Same. Maybe that's... Because I feel like there's there's something about hooking back up with an ex. I just feel like it's just going to hurt. 
No, no, it's going to be the opposite. I think where if you have if you know what it's about first, yeah, because like you guys are already familiar with each other. You know what the other one likes. Like there's a sense of familiarity where it's not like you're starting from the beginning because that's. Like everyone romanticizes like these like one night stands and hooking up with people and like how many people you can sleep with. Why? Like almost always it it takes a little while to kind of figure things out with somebody and what they're into. And so this whole like drunken having a Mm -hmm. one night stand, it's almost certainly going to be miserable. I am so boring that intimacy is so I cannot have sex if I am not attractive like if i'm not intimate with you if i'm not feeling a type of way about you uh-huh. i i can't it i i won't i can't have sex with you like it just it's not in the car there has to be like an emotional thing that's attached to it well like if it's necessarily like an emotional thing for me if i'm attracted to you it's attractiveness like okay, if, sure. if I, yeah. I like i'm not a like a hookup person it's so weird because uh, I, i'm not going to speak for all guys i'm just going to say that many guys that i know there's almost no emotion in it, that's and that's crazy. not that's not always the case. That's but crazy. In, We're learning. This is a learning moment here. In in like the <laughs> hookup culture, like there's there's plenty of dudes that I know that will just straight up tell me like I don't have to feel anything towards that person emotionally in order to want to hook up. It's a physiological thing. Well, there's girls in in hookup culture too, and I have a friend of mine who I've used as an example before because it's always intriguing to me to hear her because she'll just like go. And have sex with the dude for a dinner. And I'm like, I, that's you. She likes sex. She enjoys sex. She is a person that, and power to her. It's kind of. Does that make her a sex worker? No. So is she, but if she's doing it exclusively for the free meal, if she was doing it just for a small, you know, for $200 in cash. That would be less acceptable, because right? Because I also think that's, that there's I like that's fleeting emotions. I think there's fleeting moments of emotional, of like, She's getting her fulfillment emotionally as well. Uh, Guillermo said, Audrey, let's say you're single. Are you legit saying that if Brad Pitt came up to you and said, let's hook up, you would say no? I just don't think so. Of course, like I have the capability of hooking up with someone. Like, let's not get it twisted. I'm not above that. I've absolutely had a one night stand before. I'm just not as fun. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. You know what yeah, I mean? Like sure. I'm just not as fun. If you're not like, into I'm, it, yeah. I'm more insecure. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm, but I'm far more insecure in that moment because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm more worried about the you getting pleasure because I feel like it's a performative act because I don't, you don't know me like that and I don't know you like that. Whereas if we're comfortable, then anything goes. Right. Yeah. That's far more fun to me. Whenever you have an em- emotional attachment. And for every dude listening, Audrey's attractiveness just tripled. So hang on, if we hook up, all you're worried about is how much pleasure I'm getting out of this. For the for in the beginning, I think so. I think that that goes so for a wait, lot a of one women. night stand sounds awesome. That's why they suck for me. Yeah, I got it. I got it. <laughs> Do you see what I mean? <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, this, I, listen to this one for some for high, high drama. Uh, Inc. in the chat, twitch.tv slash Dave Mahoney said, I answered one of those I miss you texts from my ex and she got pregnant. I hope you guys are great co-parents. Uh. Please leave a message after the tone. Do you guys know some dangerous drinks to order at the bar? You know, uh, the ones that you don't taste the alcohol at all, so you end up drowning them all crazy? Message deleted. What? He's saying the dangerous drinks at the bar. Like, do you try to order the ones that you don't taste the alcohol in because they are so dangerous because it hits you? 
I'm the opposite where, like, I, you know, as you know, my palate is fairly limited in what I like. The red wine, sure, that's not going to get you crazy hammered. Mm. Uh, but the other drink that I regularly have is like an old-fashioned or just scotch neat. And that's the sort of thing, like, when you're drinking it, you know it. Like, it hurts. Because it legit burns burns all the way down. And I like that. As I'm getting older, I have flipped the switch where, yes, I want my drinks to be tasty versus potent. And Mm. if they are potent and tasty, then that's a win. But I don't seek out potency. I want, like, a fun and flirty, cute drink. I don't want a shot of tequila, please, for the love of God. No, same. I, I'm not, <laughs> Leave me alone with the shots of tequila. The, the tequila shots can can kick rocks. That's not and my flavor either. I know that there's for some people. Them. I know that tequila has blown up in the past God. couple of years. But I do I do like it when my my drink my you know scotch does hurt as it's going down, so that way I can just feel something. But it's also it's I get that because it's just like you don't have to buy a bunch of drinks because you're just drinking it neat. So one drink serves its purpose. Yeah. It normally doesn't. I have a problem. This is Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. So my wife, who is an excellent mother, we have four young kids. Uh, She was entrapped by police officers and given a ticket for allegedly speeding. They were totally going behind her and making her go fast. They forced her to go fast. Yes. She was like, man, why is this cop, you know, tailing me? Can't believe this is happening. Maybe I should give them some more room on the road. She tried to speed up up and get out of the way. She was trying to, you know. True patriot. Yep. (laughs) Trying to back the blue. Get out of the way. God's uh, work. Anyway, so she got she got a speeding ticket this morning. Not awesome. Uh, but one thing that, you know, ferrying the kids all over town can pre- present some challenges. Like, normally the kids are pretty good in the car. There's a little routine. You know, we have a little screen so they can watch movies or whatever while they're in there. But there are some times where just, like, things that you would never expect to be a challenge as a parent becomes a challenge. And this literally happened yesterday. My two-year-old son, Duke, he's got... His little night night that he loves and his little bear that he has had since he was a child. And it's just the cutest thing because when he doesn't have his bear, when he's going to bed, he kind of freaks out. He's like, where's my bear? You know, he just loves cuddling his bear. He's still a child. He's a baby. He's two, right? He's a baby. He's a, he's a little baby. That's a baby. And he loves his he loves his little bear. And it's yeah. the sweetest thing, right? Because it's a little bit tattered at this point. You know, it's just a little bit worn out because he's hugged on it so much. And ah, it's the sort of oh bear that you... Because you have, was it Ducky? Is that right? No, I didn't. No, I didn't have a Ducky. I had a blanket. Blanket. And, okay. and I also had a Baba, which is my my bottle that I had till yeah. like I was five. It's <laughs> fine. Actually, That's like fine. legit five. Producer pajamas. Did you have a stuffed animal that you recall as being like the one when you were growing up? No, I wasn't really a best friend kind of person. Oh, all right, little, I see. Buddy. No. Oh, That's dude. a whole other thing to Are unpack you there. Isolated. Um, I had uh, I had a raccoon named Rufus. And my mom still has Rufus. So what actually, do you do? I think she gave Rufus to me, but whatever. So do you, okay, who knows where Rufus is? So here's what happened. So Duke loves his little bear. And my wife is driving home after picking up our daughter from school yesterday. And Duke goes, Mama, I dropped my bear. And she's like, what do you mean? And so she's looking around in the car, driving down the road. Uh, he didn't drop his bear. He chucked his bear out the window in the middle of an intersection. And so she's like, I have to go the back sight. and look. Because she, she calls me and she's like, hey, just will you make sure? She's like, I think that Duke had his bear with him, but just make sure that, like, the bear isn't upstairs or in the house somewhere. And so I'm walking around looking for this bear, and I'm like, no, I don't see it. I'm pretty sure Duke had his bear, and she's looked in the car. It's not there. He's chucked his bear out the window. And, yes, it's it's not just in the middle of 
an intersection. It's a busy intersection. Oh, no. And so I'm like, do you want me to go up there and get it? You're in this car full of kids. And she's like, what do I do? And I'm like, well, I guess you can try to grab it in the middle of the intersection. You could throw your hazards on. And that's exactly what she did. She's in the middle of the intersection. She throws her hazards on, pops out the door to grab this little bear that has been sadly run over a couple of times while it was in the middle of a busy intersection. He's okay. He's okay. Just needs a a little wash. But I'm like, you're sitting here in the car with three out of our four kids risking your life jumping out of a vehicle in the middle of a crazy busy intersection to get this bear that he just haphazardly threw out the window because his window was down. So first things first, your wife is superwoman. Secondly, shout out to Duke for content. He already knows. He is like this. He's he's a clearly your son. Yes, he's, he's like, like this he's like, is Dad's cosmic. radio show is going to be boring tomorrow <laughs> unless. Follow the Dave and Mahoney show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes to your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen all at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> Way out in the land of the setting sun, where the wind blows wild. Just the only one that means home sweet home to me. If you follow the old Kit Carson trail till the desert meets the hills, oh, you certainly will agree with me. It's the place of a thousand thrills. Home means Nevada. Silvery rills Out where the sun always shines Here is the land that I love the best Fairer than all I can see She's deep in the heart of the Golden West Home means Nevada to me One more time now Home means Nevada 